Just because we're magic doesn't mean we're not real. Real, real. Welcome back to another episode of Bulger Magic. Bulger, Bulger Magic. I don't know if I was singing or low-key rapping. I don't know why I tried to do anything musical every week, Roz. Why doesn't anyone stop me? Uh, you know what? I don't want to discourage your creativity. <laughs> and for all of y'all listening, I already apologize for my hoarse, hoarse voice. You sound I, like the Kevin who tumbled. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Not in my house. Guys. All y'all listen to Ball Girl Magic right now. I am working my butt off to the point where I'm catching a cold and I'm sick. I'm in the I'm in game four of the NBA finals right now, working a ton, talking a ton, and my voice is really struggling right now. But I'm still here. Girl, you out there living your best life now, trying to make Jesus and Oprah proud. I'm not okay. mad at it, okay? I'm and not mad at it. Would you say the raspiness is a little sexy? That book, you know, my favorite part of catching the cold is when my voice oh. is low key sounded like, Mama, I just killed a man, put the trigger down. That Bohemian Raspy, it's like, how you doing? Right, right. You just want to call up an ex or something, like, oh, hey. Like, hello, how you doing? <laughs> you're like, it's like the, like the perfect mix between like Macy Gray and Aegis Elba. Like, like, I'm not quite sure if that's sexy or not, but I be feeling sexy. I'm like, hello. Hey, we're back to Ogilvy. Oh, man, I've missed you, girl. You know what? I'm not the only one trying to get work hard and, and get to these checks and all that. What you been up to? What's going on? Oh, man. Yo, I think the last time we, we aired, it was right before um, Memorial Day weekend. And I would just say I had the time of my life. I, I, I flew down to Atlanta and opened up for Chris Rock on his total blackout wow. tour. Yo. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, is that is that round of applause? Yes. <laughs> Thank it's you, <laughs> It was it was peak blackness, yo. It was Atlanta Memorial Day weekend, uh, sold out seats two nights in a row at the Fox Theater, and Jeff Ross, uh, he he hosted. Then I opened up, did twenty minutes. Then there was an intermission, and Chris did an hour and forty five each night. It's like you're watching one of the goats. In this industry, and I'm—it was funny because I, I I got off the stage, and Chris has his arm folded, and he sees me, and I'm you know I'm looking like okay, you know, what's, what's he gonna say? He's like, yeah, good, you got good stuff. And I was like, <laughs> 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 I'll take it, I'll take it, I'll take it. It was uh, that's it was, huge, that's huge, Yvonne. Thank you, man. It was it was cool. It was it was amazing, and then I had to. Do you get nervous in real life? Because for you to go on stage and try to be funny and potentially flop and have no one laugh takes such boldness and braveness. How could anything scare you after that? Uh, no, like legitimately, right before I step on any stage, like it be comedy, it could be anything. Right before I step on the stage, especially for comedy though, there is my stomach does a backflip, and then there's something about hearing. Yvonne or Jay. It's like, and then like, I always have hype music to bring me out. So I had shining, 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 shining. And so I started doing a Harlem shake for no reason. And then flipping <laughs> my 22 inches in the air. And once you just kind of like come out with that hypeness and I grab the mic, it's like all of that stuff right before they call your name goes away. <laughs> and then it's just, then it's just really you and the mic, the audience is there, but like, it's so dark. 
um, that you can't really see all the way through. So you just like focus on the front row and you're just like, you know what? It's just a private conversation between me and these couple of people. Because if I can play to these two people right here that I'm looking at the whole night and if I see and they laugh and then I hear the laughter from way over yonder, I'm good. Um, right. But right. I mean, yeah, like each night, you never know. It's like every audience is different. You can you can tell when an audience has been prepped. Like Jeff Ross prepped the audience; he got them laughing. So it's like, oh, they're ripe and they're ready for you. Right. Um, and it, and it's Chris. Like these people came to see Chris. Like he does not disappoint. So it's like you have one job and one job only. Don't f up. <laughs> Just right. Don't f up. So it was great. Um, I worked in some new bits and I had also been practicing before I left LA at different clubs just to be like, all right, I'm I'm working in some new material. And from the gauge of the audience in LA, I was like, you know what, this could work. And it did. And, um, and so that's how you kind of work things into your set, but it was phenomenal. Thanks for having me Atlanta. Y'all were dope. Um, I love the love for Insecure because they were like, you know her from the hit TV show Insecure. And they were just like, wow. I was like, okay, ATL. Yeah. <laughs> So very I'm so excited. proud, girl. Thank you, girl. You out here in in the pinnacle of <laughs> like the National Basketball Association finals. Like you're it, ma'am. I am um, excited. Thank you. This is so Nigerian of us. So what you what? did this last weekend? Well, I opened up a Chris spot. What about you, oh, girl? I was at the finals covering the game. <laughs> <laughs> We're so African, <laughs> right? Right. No biggie. We don't know how to carry last. Like, not just know they carry last. I right, don't. <laughs> right, right. Oh wait, how, how was your plan for uh, uh, all summer seventeen? I, I know you was trying to get that body right, even though the body's already right. But what what is oh, that like? You know what, um, girl, thank you for asking. And you know what, I am really happy that you brought that up because that's something I'm really holding on to and feeling good about. Actually, um, I'm down like nine, ten pounds. Shut up. Yes. First of all, you didn't need to lose any weight. Let's no, just put that out there. I'm down. I'm seeing the difference, like, in, I mean, for those who even care that are listening, but in my thighs. And <laughs> no, in the, my the, the DMs is listening. The, the DMs is like, wait, what? Right. Up? The, the DMs is listening. Wait. But did you keep the booty, though? That's what the DMs is like. <laughs> but about that booty, though. <laughs> no, no, the booty is still there. We're squat, many squats, squats galore. But, um, what you call it? I, I feel that's actually something that I, I hold on to. Like my workouts now have become something like, of course, yeah, I'm trying to like feel great for the summer, but I'm also just I want to feel great in my day. And like I start my morning with workouts and and it's something that even if the day from the, that point on goes haywire, it's something that I can hold on to and feel good about. So I, I'm down 10. I feel healthy. I'm on the cusp of abs. It's coming. On the cusp of abs. Wait, I need to I'm pause on... right there for a lap break. This hoe just said she on the cusp of oh, abs. Ah! You like know, you're, that's, that's on the intersection of almost and, <laughs> and getting there. <laughs> I'm on the cusp. Look, ball girl magic, y'all listening, you know exactly. You've been there before. You've been um, on the cusp of abs? You've been on the cusp of something. I'm I'm about five good meal decisions away from really seeing. <laughs> but I'm also. But a couple of planks. Just do a couple of planks every morning. Nah, nah. Like just a couple of good decisions. And it, and it's rewarding when you see the the results coming in. It gets easier and easier to stick to your diet and your workout regimen. But bigger than my abs, I mean, I'm, I'm talking about abs. This is so this is so mundane compared to what's actually happening tonight. Um, game four of the NBA Finals. Woo. The Warriors. Wait, can we talk about game three though? Game three. Yo, yo. was a, it was wild. Yo, okay. If the so whole series three, was like game three. What you say? The whole playoffs was like game three. Yo, yes. I was watching game three that last that last three minutes and nine seconds. Warriors are uh, are trailing. 
by five by six at with 309. They're trailing by four with 124, a minute 24. And I'm telling you, I, I didn't even know how to handle myself because I was like, damn, I haven't even seen a close game in so long covering the Warriors. Like it's been all like double digit games and stuff. I'm like, damn, I don't even know what to do. Yeah. Like, and it was so Yvonne, it went from raucous in there. In, in Quick and Loans Arena to when KD came down and hit two shots straight. Yeah. It went to silence. You could, if I yelled from one side of the arena <laughs> to the other, you could hear me. It was murmurs. People were just, you could hear the distraught conversations people were having with each other. And I remember watching, go ahead. They yep, yep. They uh. blew it. They blew it. But then actually I was on a court after the game. And I, I, you know, I, you know, Draymond, friend to the show. Shout out to Dre Day. Is so he a friend? Is he a friend? Dre, Dre, stop. Draymond's a homie. That's the homie. I rock with Draymond Hart. So he's on the court. I'm on the court, you know, getting ready to do all my interviews and my post-game analysis. So I run right next to him. I'm like, yo, the Cavs, man, like, they kind of gave that up, man. That was crazy. He turned to me. He was like, they didn't give that up. We took that. We yeah. took that. He started yelling at me. He was like, did you see those defensive stops we got? And then he said, our big dogs made plays. And he's talking about Kevin Durant with them Ooh, huge shots. DMV. DMV. Okay. That's your people. Out that's, here. That's my people's. Yeah. That's your people. Look, let me, let me break this down. I was watching the game, right? And the whole time the Cavs had full control of the game, I'm watching them, and there were many opportunities for them to further elongate the lead. And they kept missing them. And LeBron even said it. Like, post-game, he was like, we couldn't capitalize. It would be like Kyrie got a crazy offensive rebound, Ooh, but he couldn't make it. Kyrie, it was on. He Fire. was on crack. But then he took, I, a, he took a bad shot at the end of the game. He hadn't hit a single three, and that's the shot he took, you know, to I try to even hot all night. You can't even blame him. When you hot, you hot. You're like, you know what? I, I, I can do all shot. things. Through Christ right. who strengthens me. Right, right, right. And, and LeBron missed a shot that he normally would make. And JR came down and took a, a wild three. And I'm watching the game. And I'm like, if I'm looking at, I'm, and I know these Warriors, you know, f covering them all year, I'm like, they got to put some more points on the board right now. The Warriors will turn this around in like four seconds. I was like, they got to. And they couldn't. The Warriors got the stops. And then KD came down and hit one pull up. And then, then the pull up three over LeBron. And the question, though, was now if KD misses that pull up three, the conversation, and the, and the, and the Cavs came back and scored quick. The conversation could have been that that was not a good shot by KD. I mean, it, it's always, it always goes either way. You right. know, it, it always goes either way. I just know that then some, somebody at somebody's church um, on a Sunday is going, is going to bring up game three in a testimony some way, somehow. Like, it's, it's going to be used in a You know, the game is not over. When you right. have a minute and 24 seconds left, down four. Yeah. in a minute and 24 when you're down by four to help you win, by, it's, it's going to be somebody's passer is going to use right. game three as a, a moment in time when you can't give up. Because right. I, I, we were here. Here's how gangster this game was. We had broken for lunch. Um, on, we were on set. We're filming. It was one of those days we're filming to like 2 a.m. and Thankfully, we broke for lunch, and it was, like, right before the start of the third quarter. Now, lunch is, like, for me, my lunch is 30. For the crew, it's an hour. Let me tell you right now. The director, the uh, sound guy, me, another assistant, we all had every laptop, every phone, every, like, every piece of technology was up. And what's funny is 
depending on your Wi-Fi, like the game was buffering at different, at different right. speeds. So like one person would be like, yo, and then we like, well, what, what, where are you on? Because they shooting free throws over here. Like they like, yo, he just got a block. So we like, what time you got? It's like, ah, oh, man, you too far ahead. You know, so it was just like one person knew that the game had was won already. And we were like, nah, 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 we still got 30 seconds. <laughs> right, 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 right. It was so sad. But we were just like on the set of Insecure, like we going to watch this daggone game right now. That was now. crazy. It was, it was great. Crazy. I couldn't believe it. It happened so fast. And then after the game, actually something cute that happened, if you haven't seen it, it's been going viral a little bit. Steph's mom and KD's mom are turned up. Like <laughs> somebody, someone on our team <clears throat> caught footage of them in the, you know, in the family section. Steph's mom like literally is leaving the arena, walking out to the family section and she's fired up. She like bucking her chest out. She's like, what? happened whoa what happened and so then kd's mom wanda comes up to her and she like they took that that's what happened we take that that's what happened and they get they dapped each other up gave each other such hard high fives i was like these boys get it from their mama i was here for it i was yeah. like their moms are fierce i, I love it yo their mamas remember when they pushed them boys out their mamas right. remember when they took up to every every basketball practice at the ymca they were like right. we deserve this win this is for right. us this was for this us was, we, we did that <laughs> right right wait, where's where's uh where's our girl where's raleigh because i mean we ain't seen i, I ain't seen her at the press conference uh steph's Are daughter yeah, they've been, you know, they've been really laying low. I had, I, you know, I seen Aisha after the game, uh, yes, after after game three, and I was poking fun with her um, because I said, I said, man, that was a crazy game, Aisha. I was almost expecting a crazy tweet from you. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I want. She was like, nah, I'm staying off Twitter for the whole for the whole thing. She said her Twitter don't even work right now. I was like, I'm not sure if that's by design or not. But if you remember last year, the stir that was caused because she said the NBA was rigged. <laughs> yeah. But no, I, I have expected to see old girl at the at the press conference like my daddy you know. did that. Like, cause you know, now she can use all her words. She grown now. Like now oh, she can. Too- can you imagine? You said what? Them kids are cute. Riley and Ryan are cute kids. But I do remember speaking with Aisha about it. And she had kind of said you know, they want them to grow up, you know, as normal as they can. They have been very careful of how they bring Riley and Ryan out in some ways. And I respect that so much because honestly, you see, I I can't even lie. When I see Riley, I'm not even going to lie. I get a little starstruck. This baby is a, is a, this this (laughs) little girl, she's a big, she's a, she's a star. Her personality, she don't even mean to. When I say she don't even mean to. you can't. She is so big her personality. And when you see her, it's like, it's like, oh shit, it's Riley. Like, and like, so, and that's how, and that's how I feel. Imagine fans. Aisha was like, I go out and people are taking pictures with my child without asking, you know, saying, you know, it's just weird. So they're trying to, you know, take care of that, you know? Listen, she's already a star. Jay Z said, you can't tie a jacket up around that or hide that in pajamas. I know he was talking about booty. But right. I feel like <laughs> I'm a reference that. Are you comparing Riley Curry to booty? <laughs> no, what I'm saying is, you can't hide that. You know, a city on a hill can't be hidden. So I'm gonna take it back to scripture. You know, right? <laughs> on a hill can't be hidden. That chick, I'm that child is a star. I feel like the cute third and Riley and Ryan is cute too, man. They're just making cute kids. They're just a cute I old was, family. That I'm whole family is star power. Jeez. 
The Casper is an obsessively engineered mattress at a shockingly fair price. Supportive memory foams create an award-winning sleep surface with just the right sink and just the right bounce. Try Casper for 100 nights risk-free in your own home. If you don't love it, they'll pick it up and refund you everything. Casper understands the importance of truly sleeping on a mattress before you commit, especially considering you're going to spend a third of your life on it. They offer free shipping and returns to U.S. and Canada. With over 20,000 reviews and an average of 4.8 stars, it's quickly becoming the Internet's favorite mattress. Get $50 off towards any mattress purchase by visiting www.casper.com forward slash girl and using the offer code girl. Terms and conditions do apply. I want to tell you about an app that, crazily enough, is designed to get you to stop looking at your phone and go out into the real world. It's called Detour. Imagine listening to one of your favorite podcast hosts take you on a walk through your favorite neighborhood in the world and telling you all its secrets. That's what a Detour is, an immersive audio story that knows where you are. They have 150 different audio walks from Radiolab to Ken Burns, from a leader of San Francisco's gay right movement to a Broadway star in New York. And they weave through some of the most fascinating neighborhoods around the world. Plus, when you walk with friends, you can sync your audio so you all hear the same thing at the same time. Detour is a magical way to explore places with the people that know them best. So go to detour.com forward slash ball to get your first audio walk for free. That's detour.com forward slash ball. Stop tugging at your bra straps and second guessing your size. It's time to put fit first with third love. Third Love uses women's real measurements and super smoothing memory foam to create bras that fit better and are more comfortable. They offer sizes from AA to G, as well as their exclusive half cup sizes. Just answer a few simple questions online and Third Love will recommend a bra in the right size and style for you. And now Third Love is offering you a chance to try one of their perfect 24-7 bras free for 30 days. Just pay $2.99 for shipping and you're on your way to a perfect fit. You'll get to really live in this bra. Feel free to wash it, wear it all day. You might even forget that you're wearing it. If Third Love isn't your new favorite bra, just return it or exchange it for free. Go to thirdlove.com slash ball. Now, to get your perfect Third Love bra and try it for 30 days, that's thirdlove.com slash ball to try your new favorite bra for free. Thirdlove.com slash ball. So I'm ready for game four. Who you think? All right. So I know I know we we're gonna release today, but we are we're we're, we're, we're taking release today. So but who let me just think, who do I think is gonna win? Go, go, are, are they are they sweeping win? today? Yeah, I think it's a sweep. And actually, for Ooh. me, like preparing for tonight is actually a big moment. Like so, if the Warriors win, when they they won here in Game Six in Cleveland in 2015. Girl, I was not prepared. I did like I was prepared to do well at work, but I had no idea what to expect. It was my first year covering the NBA. Uh-huh. Like I was I like it is a production. First of all, they do the podium thing. Then they come to the locker room. 
I didn't know I was going to get, they, they poured, like, they gave me a champagne shower. They poured, like, three bottles of champagne on me. I had a dress that was not ready to be wet on. The AC was on. I was freezing. I didn't have goggles on. The champagne burns. Like, no. this year, you're going to be in a full aqua swimsuit. <laughs> scuba my gear. Like, why is Roz in scuba gear? <laughs> Yo, and when they poured it on me, like, I have the video of it. I, I was joking around with Clay Thompson. I was saying, like, like, first of all, one of the highlights of my career, first of all, to be in that locker room, like, so thankful, you know, that those guys even shared the moment and poured, you know, champagne on me and stuff. But let me tell you. <laughs> so thankful that they, they, they poured champagne. Bro, I think you want to say that differently. I know what you meant, but I think you would. I'm so thankful that they poured champagne on me. That's not what you wanted to say. I know no, it. I know it. No, but you know what, though? Like, but it was just like, you know, to be a part of it. It was so cool. And like, even to witness their joy and their happiness, guys, you know, getting their first championship, many of them. And so... This, uh, what you call it, but I was joking with Clay because I was, I was literally like every black girl. Like, I was, I, I, at first when they came after me, I was like squealing and running. They had to chase me. Then I, like, I wasn't graceful about the champagne shower. I was like screaming and like covering my hair and my phone was in my hand. I got my phone wet and my face was like, well, like, like, so this year, in case I get wet again this year if, with my champagne, um, I have, you know, a, a better, I have a, I always wear on a closing out game. A blue dress, so that way I'm in Warriors colors. Um, I have water, like bags that I don't care if they get wet. I'm probably gonna wear sneakers to the game tonight, just because if they win, we're gonna be working until like 3 a.m. grabbing interviews with everybody and their mama, the owner, the players, the coaches, the mamas, the sisters, the daughters, the wives, and it's just gonna be wild. And then after, if the Warriors win, there'll be the family party that they're. I mean, if they win, there'll be the family party. Um, Afterwards, and then the team will fly out on the charters. There's multiple charters now because they had a charter for the family in as well. Usually it's just a team charter, but they had a family charter, and then they'll fly back to the bay tomorrow morning. But if the Warriors should lose, it would be very disappointing because, you know, to let go of the opportunity to, to do history with the sweep in the championship and be the first team to get 16-0 in a postseason. However, the main thing is for the Warriors, they just want to get to the championship. So sweep or not, they just don't want to, you know, blow anything, you know, as it happened last year. So the Cavs, it's on their shoulders right now to not get swept. Yvonne, do you think that Yo, they can you know, I, put up enough pride to do it? Here's the thing. I low-key, I mean, I don't know. You can tell me. You can speak on it. I, I don't know. I feel like it's dope to win at home, though. Because, like, it's kind of anticlimactic to win away. Like, yes, you win, and yes, you still won the championship, but then you don't get that hometown love. Like, it's something to be electric. Like, you're in the Bay, and then you won, and then everybody goes crazy, and it's bananas, but like, you in Cleveland, and you win, and then it's silent. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yes, you're cheering, and your cheers, and champagne showers cover up for all of the silence, but there's something to be like, I won, and the home team is there to, like, show us love right away. I don't know. I could, that could just be me. I'm sure these basketball players are like, we got a ring. We don't care where it happened. <laughs> like, we can be in Idaho. Um, I don't well, know. Is that a thing? Is that a thing well, that... I think you just want to win. I mean, obviously... It is a lot more fun to do it at home, you know, but it's you just want to win. Like, and yeah, that's you know, they, they have all their family here. They'll celebrate tonight if the Warriors are able to pull it off here. Like the Cavs, you know, they went straight last year. The Cavs went straight from Oracle to Vegas. They partied that night in what they were wearing. 
to Vegas. So um, like, we right. turn it up regardless. I'm not at it. No, JR didn't wear a shirt through the whole from since winning the championship. JR Smith didn't wear a shirt. He went to Vegas, took a shirt off. He was at the parade with a shirt off. <laughs> Eventually, Barack Obama himself had to te- say he said he told Coach Lou he was like. Tell JR to put a shirt on, man. Yo, like, speaking, of, speaking of dudes with, who don't like wearing shirts, there is a there is a actor on season two of Insecure that we clown every day because he like we'll give him a robe and he still will have the robe like around his waist. We're like, sir, I need you to put a shirt on. Like, what is your issue? Right? Do, is this right. a thing? Like, do, it's summertime and dudes just don't. They're not even wearing like a wife lover because I don't call them white beaters. But, like, it's just chest out. Like, I get it. You work out. Put your shirt on. <laughs> right, right. Well, you know, if you, if you got the abs, you know, live your best life. You know what I'm saying? But Because yeah, real talk, because you're on the cusp of abs. If I had I'm on the a, cusp. You're on the cusp. If I had a six-pack, I probably would be, like, in a pasty. Like, that's why Jesus can't trust you me. You are so stupid. No, that's not, he can't trust me. Like, he keeps me with a humble pouch. Because yeah. Jesus, he's like, I need you, daughter. I need you to, to live holy. I feel like if I had a six-pack, I would be on somebody's pole. I'm, I don't like, know who. Oh, my God. But I <laughs> guarantee I'd be stripping. I guarantee. That's why, like, I'm like, I can't, I can't get too cut because I'm like, whoo, Jesus can't trust me. But you, you'd, you'd be like a thirty, you'd be the the virgin stripper. Listen. They would call you, they'd call you chocolate testimony. Chocolate testimony, <laughs> drop that hat with these scriptures, but my titties is out. <laughs> well, right, yes. you, you know what? I want to. Speaking of. Uh, <laughs> What's my transition? What's my, I don't even have a transition to that. No. <laughs> well, there's no, there's no titties out story we talk about today. We don't have a, a titties out story. Have you ever called, got caught with your titties out by mistake? Like, what are we Chocolate. doing? Listen, Chocolate what are we doing? I want, I want to give a shout out. Yo, I'm hashtag. Yo, hashtag retweet chocolate testimony. Am I also a rapper? Like Kevin Hart is chocolate dropper, and I'm chocolate testimony. Chocolate <laughs> she dropping it hot and dropping the word. I'm dropping, I'm dropping that word while dropping it hot. Yo, if I was a rapper, it would be chocolate testimony. Yo, I'm stupid. Okay, wait. We also going to give some love, though. Marcus Thompson. Okay, this is going to sound humble brags, but we're going to give love to Marcus Thompson and myself because uninterrupted. <laughs> Stop! I'm not. I'm done. I don't even want you. I don't even know what you're about to say, but uh, it's a humble brag. I gotta give props to me, myself, and I. Oh, and then Marcus. What? What are sometimes, you about to say? Look, so, look. Listen for those listening. God damn it! Sometimes you gotta give yourself a shout out. You know what? You gotta give yourself a pat on the back. Yo, yo time out. Do any of y'all have friends? Because I do. I'm not gonna say their name. But you ever seen your own friends put their man crush Monday or their woman crush Wednesday as themselves? <laughs> No, I have never. My friends clearly uh, don't have, like, your friends don't have self-esteem issues. Uh, Clearly, they're just like, you know what? I love me, okay? I'm my own crush for today. Wait, what? I was almost like, you can't even judge that. At that point, you just got to be like, you know what? I can do bad all by myself. Like, Like, you know what? (laughs) Yo, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that next week. Yo, wait. Ross, can we please do that next week? (laughs) I'm going to be my own woman. No, I feel like the internet and the interwebs would troll the heck out of me. Like, even I'm really. My friend said, Woman Crush Wednesday put a picture of herself and said, She inspires me. I was like, (laughs) I said, You know what, girlfriend? Go ahead. Go get it. Go ahead, girl. Go get it. 
I'm not I'm not mad at it, but I'm I'm mad at it. You know what I mean? Like I'm not mad like on the level on the level of yo, I feel you, do you, love you, boo. But love on the other soul. side, it's like she is spicy. Nick, we know it's you. <laughs> we see your profile picture and your picture. We know it's you. She tagged herself. She tagged no, I'm playing. I'm playing. So wait, so what are you she tagged herself? <laughs> It's just the, the page recycles when you click the link. It's just like, oh, it's her. Um, what? So what are you humble bragging about, Roz? I'm more just want, this is really about giving uninterrupted love because people was hype for us. Ben Cruz was hype for us. He was hype. Uninterrupted was hype. Marcus and I, Marcus is the counterpart of Draymond Green on Dre Day podcast. We were both on Sports Center the Six with Michael Michael Smith and Jamel Hill, and we did a we did a spot on it. So you know, uninterrupted getting this national sports love. We was that you know just a little shout out. And is that okay? You could have told me this in the in the uh, pre pre interview, and I could have been yeah. like, "Yo, shout out to my girl Roz for <laughs> no, making this happen." It. I wanted to do it, <laughs> but I was like, "But you were like, nope. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a do this. I'm a do it. I'm a do it my way. Got it." And we are also our own Woman Crush Wednesdays and Man Crush Mondays. All right, Wait, but I, I don't have a man to crush on Monday yet. Okay, so what do we do for Monday? I don't know, but you know, maybe we could be talking to LeBron. You want to follow up on that? Ooh, last episode. Ooh, we did ask him, but I feel like the way we said that if he won, he would come on the show. And you know, I'm at the NBA Finals, so at practice, I ran into LeBron. Um, you know, obviously, friend of the show, <laughs> owner. Of the show. <laughs> he owns the show. Owner of the show. <laughs> what up, LeBron? Hey, and so, what up, LB? Remember, we <sighs> was joking. We was like, "Well, what if LeBron is listening to this episode? Like, what if LeBron, in order to re- relax before games, is listening to Ball Go Magic?" So I seen him and I was like, yo, what's up? And he, you know, first of all, let me tell you, when LeBron shows up anywhere, it's a big old deal. Like, like every, both teams come in and all the media is there. LeBron got like security around him. Like not security. I don't even say that, but just people making sure that they, he doesn't get bum rushed because everybody's eyes are on LeBron. It's yeah, like, because the fight happened after that one game as he was like walking into the locker room. Oh, it was wild. But everybody's eyes are on. Let me tell you, it's like we're all used to seeing superstars. But when LeBron comes in, it's like even bigger. And, you know, he picks, you know, it's it's hard to actually even, you know, get that moment with him. It's a select few that come up. So being part of the family, I just came up and was like, yo, what's up? And he was like, hey, how you doing? And and I was like, hey, have you heard the podcast, Ball Girl Magic? Have you had time to listen? And he said, yes, I've listened. So I'm like, okay, awesome. And so I was like, I don't know if you heard the last show. But we was um, we was like, you know, if you won the title, you know, maybe you would come pop on with us, would you? And he was like, he started laughing. He was like, oh, yeah. And I was like, look, I don't want to put you on the spot right now, but just consider it. So LeBron is possibly considering it. He's probably got a lot of things to do, but he is listening to the show. Thank you, LeBron. He's probably listening right now. And um, he said he's happy, Yvonne, to have us as a part of the family. So and I think because we're a part of the family, we should uh, host the red carpet at the ESPYs. We should present at the ESPYs. Yes. Um, I'm just putting all this stuff. I just want to be at the ESPYs is what I'm trying to tell you. I'm just trying to be at the ESPYs is what I'm trying to say. Uh, I feel like we should just walk the red carpet for no reason. Um, I'm about to should... text Devin right now. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Ball Girl Magic should have a, a presence at the SBs. is what I'm trying to say. We should live record from the ESPYs. Um, what else can we get out of this? We should have a limo take us to the ESPYs. <laughs> what else yeah. you want, Ross? What else? Address. 
Yes. Also, yeah. NBA awards are, are coming up too. I may go. I may not. I don't know. We'll see. Girl, you covering um, those? You're probably covering those. Um, right, right, right. So that was the latest on LeBron. Um, I've only got a ding. We we had we didn't even get to everything we want to talk about. We gotta go because you gotta you gotta, you gotta go. get ready for tonight's game. You I gotta, gotta go get to ready. You know right now. <laughs> no, well, you I, gotta do is, you gotta go get some tea so you don't sound like the Kimbe tonight. I just want to say fifty points. <laughs> talk about that. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, for those of you that are listening, like literally before the game, I hope you enjoy it. For those of you who are listening after, I hope you enjoyed kind of hearing some behind the scenes of the NBA Finals because that's the story of, of tonight, of tomorrow, of the week, is how this plays out, whether the Warriors make history with a sweep or if the Cavs can, you know, bounce back and fight back with and not get swept at home. We shall see. We shall overcome. I thought that's where you were going, but you said we shall see, but I had to commit to the song, so <laughs> mm, got it. All right, Roz, go be great tonight. We're going to be watching you. Let us know if you get that champagne shower, because I'm sure that's that's good. Let us know if you see Roz in the scuba suit. You know what happened. You know what time it is. Um, hey, thank you all so much for rocking with us on this episode of Ball Girl Magic. Again, I'm sinking. <laughs> Do it, girl. Bye. Put Fit First with Third Love. Third Love uses real women's measurements to create bras that fit better. Available in sizes AA through G, as well as your exclusive half cup sizes. Try one of Third Love's 24-7 bras free for 30 days. If it's not your new favorite, then return or exchange it for free. Go to thirdlove.com slash ball now and try Third Love free for 30 days. That's thirdlove.com slash ball. 